We're on the road with Mickey, we're gonna have some fun. Regardless of the rain or sun, our trip has just begun. So buckle up, let's go, we're about to start the show. And maybe if you like us, you'll see where else we'll go. Hi everyone, I'm Sophie, he's Mike. Welcome to our little corner of the podcasting universe. Hopefully you like the sound of our voices and you want to stick around for the show. Not that it stays in one place for long. I mean, after all, we are on the road with Mickey. So hop in the car and buckle up your skate belts because we've got an awesome adventure this week. Now a brief rundown before we get moving. First up, our roundtable talk where we'll discuss the main topic for this week followed by some Disney trivia ranging from Disney history to a random Disney character of the day. Well, that's just about it. Everybody ready? Let's get this show on the road. Hey, everyone. I'm Mike, and she's Sophie. Hello there. (laughs) And we're on the road with Mickey, and today we are joined by our good friend Brenda from brendaplans.com. Hey, Brenda. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing We're great. doing great. I love your ears. Thank you. They a good are friend awesome of mine ears. told me they were on backwards a minute ago. <laughs> Today is episode number 36 for September 7th, 2020. And our feature topic is the best and the worst at Walt Disney World. And what we're going to do is we're going to go through and talk about the things we like best and the things we like worst at each of the parks. And then for bonus material, we're going to talk about the best and the worst at the resorts. And like we always say, since it's Disney, there's no wrong answers. So Except for the worst parts. <laughs> so let's go through this and have some fun. And you all feel free to chime in with your best and worst. Okay. But before we get started, let's go through some cheddar from the big cheese because we have some fairly big news coming up. And mm-hmm. I think it's um, important that we get it all covered. But um, so I'll start us with some refurbishment news. The Polynesian Resort over at Disney outside of Magic Kingdom will not reopen until the summer of 2021. The DVC side is still open. And will remain open, but they're taking the time to do some renovations and they're going to retheme part of it for Moana. I'm not sure how I'm how I feel about that, but um, but you know what? Disney Imagineering knows a lot more than I do. So I give them the benefit of the doubt. And I mean, it's like we heard on another podcast that we were listening to. I think Daddy remembers the name of it. I don't. But they were talking about keep, retheme, tear down, kind of like (laughs) a game of kiss, marry, kill. And one of them went keep, tear down, retheme, Polynesian, Grand Floridian, and the contemporary. And for some reason, a lot of them were like tear down the Polynesian or retheme the Polynesian. So maybe... That might also be another reason why they're considering this is that the public seems to be thinking it could be better. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But um, but we'll see. And then also coming up in next month in October, um, the monorail stop at the Poly will be closing during the construction. So there will not be a monorail stop at the Poly, even if you're staying 
at one of the villas for the DVC side of the poly. So keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you want to take the next item. I would love to take the next item. October 30th, people. It's what we've all been waiting for. At least it's what you've been waiting for if you're cultured like me. Season 2 of The Mandalorian will start streaming on October 30th. And I am going to be so sad because I will have school and I probably won't have the time to watch it. So don't you dare spoil it for me. I plan on spoiling it for you, Sophie. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> and that's of course on Disney Plus. So mm-hmm. um so keep that date on your calendar if you're a big Mandalorian fan like we are. And it's funny because Sophie and I hadn't watched a single part of it and then Mommy started watching it and she's like, "You guys might want to check this out." And we were hooked after 2 seconds I think of the thing. <laughs> but um Baby Yoda, baby baby Yoda. <laughs> baby Yoda. <laughs> And apparently, of course, there's also that Kenobi film that will be released to Disney Plus. So, um, hmm. Yeah. And um, in addition to Disney Plus, we also have some restaurant reopenings coming up. Um, actually, uh, one of them happened on Friday, September 4th. So, um, Gaston's Tavern which is big news for me because I love the cinnamon buns, but Gaston's Tavern reopened on September 4th and coming up on September 24th, Cinderella's Royal Table will be reopening, um, but without the princesses, but it was still a great dining experience and being able to eat in the castle and all that. And then on September 25th, Mini seasonal dining at the Hollywood and Vine over at Hollywood Studios is reopening. And that will have um, the characters with it. So that's an important thing. And then lastly, on October 8th, the ABC commissary at Hollywood Studios will reopen for lunch, is my understanding. So mm. so some, some restaurants are reopening at the parks. And I think that's nothing but good news as far as your park experiences go, don't you think, Brenda? Yeah. And speaking of park experiences, I'll take the last bit. This is for Disneyland, which shows that they are a step closer to reopening. They haven't reopened yet completely just because California is taking a lot of precautions, which is good on their part. I like that. But... Lastly, Disneyland is working on building their own Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway attraction. It's a very popular from what we've seen. It was probably the longest line in our entire trip this August, and we did not go in that line, so we unfortunately did not ride it. But they've recently placed their first beam. I don't know where in the park it's going to be built, but we will have to wait and see. Yeah, and it's going to be at Disneyland, so I don't, I just don't know where in the park it'll be, but that'll be really cool. Um, and I think it is slated to open out there in 2023, so a few years down the road, but mm-hmm. it's still cool that they're working on it, you know. 
All right. So that's all the cheddar from the big cheese that we have for this day. Brenda, do you have anything you want to add? No, you're good? Okay. All right, then. Then let's get on to our feature topic. And Brenda, I'm going to put you on the spot. And you're going to go first. So let's start with with the classic. Let's start with the Magic Kingdom, 1971. It's the oldest here. So let's, let's look at that one first. And then we'll go Epcot. And then is it... Is it Hollywood Studios next and then Animal Kingdom? Yep, that is how it works. Okay. Brenda, why don't you go first and tell us the best and the worst for the Magic Kingdom? Okay, well, I did my list based on attractions. So my list is just attractions. It's not any, anything else. Um, Space Mountain was always my favorite when I was growing up, and it was my favorite until Seven Dwarf Mine Train was open. But my best for Magic Kingdom is now the Seven Dwarf Mine Train. Okay. And I love the inside of the ride where it shows all the gems and the dwarfs. And, I mean, I've always been like a dopey collector, and my husband's grumpy, so we have a lot of dopey and grumpy things, so we're kind of you know, drawn to the dwarfs, but we just love that ride. It's so much fun and it's so cute yeah. and it's just so well done. We love it. Yeah. So, that is the best thing. And yeah. what about your worst? Well, my worst has always been and will forever be like even worse than Stitch is the Astro Orbiter. I hate the Astro oh. Orbiter. I know, I know. <laughs> a lot of people like it. I cannot stand it. I cannot. Going up already on the top of the people mover and then going up in the air and up and down 60 feet. No, I am terrified of heights. That is my worst, worst, worst in Magic Kingdom. Well, the, the hey, tell her how you is, feel. Yeah, the thing, the funny thing is, Brenda, is and and for people that don't know Brenda and I, you know, we always say that she's my sister from another mister. And I'm her brother from another mother. So that's how close we are. And Brenda, I am right there with you. I think the Astro Orbiter is so overrated because it takes so long to load. And it doesn't go that fast. And it's just not a big deal. Nothing. So I skip that ride every single time. If you're so scared of heights, Miss Brenda, I have to wonder what your worst will be for Hollywood Studios. And that's the funny thing, because that's I know what her funny. best probably will be. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so, Sophie, do you want to give us your best and worst? I would love to. Okay. For Magic Kingdom, I have, well, I have not always loved Splash Mountain and the first time I wrote it mommy says I very closely I was this close to breaking her arm because of how hard I was squeezing it and then there's daddy's hat with which I have a love-hate relationship yeah it fell in my lap it, it fell flew in off my, my lap. head and went into and, her lap. And I was so scared. I was like, ah, what is this in my lap? And I looked down and I was like, oh, oh, um, daddy? He's like, oh, thank you, sweetie. I almost lost that. Yeah, take it back. She, 
It was, I think it was in the bee scene, and I thought she, I think she thought it was like a beehive or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, but anyway. that's exactly what I thought it was. But regardless, I ended up loving it. And so for me, Splash Mountain is my best at Magic Kingdom, even though they're going to be retheming it soon to be Princess and the Frog themed. But I want to see what they do with it. Yeah. Because that 52 foot drop, which I'm pretty sure Miss Brenda hates, will always yeah, be great. I really like it. <laughs> You're scared of heights, though? Yeah, it's different. <laughs> okay, that's true. So the Splash Mountain is your best, huh, Sophie? Yes, it is my best. Okay. And my worst? Mm-hmm. Well, I already know what you two are going to say. So I have to say that my worst is going to be something else entirely, and it's going to be the crowds. It's not a ride, oh. it's the crowds. Oh. So many people, like... I really enjoyed the July trip because everyone was social distancing and I didn't have to worry about being right on top of a bunch of people. And mm -hmm. if I did, then we weren't exactly crammed together. So there was space to breathe. Yeah. The crowds so, was probably, you know, we did our recap and I don't know that we touched on it, but the crowd level and being there with the, with that level of crowds was absolutely yeah. amazing. Yeah. And that almost makes a trip worth it, just because of the crowds. Yes. So. so, the crowds is my worst on a regular Disney trip in regular times. Yeah, yeah. I hear you. I hear you on that. I can I can commiserate a little bit with <laughs> that. So for me, um. You know, I it, the best is such a hard thing, especially at a place like the Magic Kingdom where there's only like a million things you can do, you know. Um, and I think the best for me probably changes pretty frequently. You know, with that first trip I took when I was 11 years old, the best was walking down Main Street, you know, and just being there. To me, that was like, that was like, phenomenal you know um and i thought about putting that out as my best so i guess i'm i'm cheating a little bit and giving more than one best <laughs> but um but anyway it's 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 my podcast so i'm gonna do it <laughs> so he's like it's our podcast daddy <laughs> yeah well i'm putting myself on mute to not hog all the bandwidth so right now it's yours okay well, for me, the best, um, I think I'm going to go with an old standby ride. And I'm going to go with Peter Pan's Flight. You know, it's it's just an awesome ride. It's it's just like a throwback. And it's, and, and it's, what I really like about it is the perspectives and how you feel like you're so far up in the sky with the little the way they do the city of London and how it looks like it's so tiny because you're so far up, you know, and then the way they do the different scenes and you're navigating around all these different ways 
and it just is so cool, you know? So, so for me, I think the best is Peter Pan's Peter Pan's flight. And then for the worst, I'm going to choose an attraction that never has done anything for me. Um, and probably never will because it's slow and it smells and it's noisy and I'm just not a big fan of Tomorrowland Speedway. It just doesn't do it, you know? So I don't like the I'm smell. Sorry, of the... What did you say? I said Tomorrowland Speedway. Oh. It sorry, just Daddy. Doesn't... It says poor connection, so that's why. Uh-oh. Well, I don't like yeah. poor connection. Yeah. Well. But that's. Anyway. I'm going to continue. Um, anyway, so that's my, that's my worst is Tomorrowland Speedway. So, um, so that brings us back to you, Brenda. Oh boy. So we're going to go over to Epcot now, 1982. Okay. Well, that's the year I graduated high school. Yes. I am that old Sophie. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't graduate high school, Brenda, until 1986. Oh, well, just tease me. <laughs> I didn't well, graduate till 2019. Oh, you can just. <laughs> okay, I'm going to shut up now. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's okay. Um, in Epcot, I. Okay, I'm going to preface this, but with the fact that I love Soarin' Over California, the original Soarin'. Mm-hmm. Um, and Soren is still my best at Epcot, but I prefer Soren over California to Soren around the world. And I know the Taj Mahal and the you know the the Wall of China and all that is is in this one, but I really liked the California one. And I don't know if it's just been my seating lately on the new version but you know how when you sit in the center everything's perfect but if you sit anywhere to the left or the right it's all skewed and everything looks crooked i mean the the um the darn the paris thing i don't know i'm not getting it's completely crooked if you're not right head on everything in there is completely skewed And I'm not enjoying it as much as the California version. I don't know. I don't know if everybody else notices that or if I'm really off center when I've been in there lately, but I prefer the California version. But Soren is still my best in Epcot, regardless. Okay. Okay. My worst, (laughs) my worst is Mission Space. Oh, really? Yes. And I'm so sorry for anyone who loves Mission Space. And I'm sure (laughs) there are a lot of people. But I rode Mission Space the first month it opened, and that centrifuge spinning me like that made me literally sick for a month. I came back home. I had vertigo so bad. I had to be put on Meclizine for literally a month. I could not drive or anything. So that's the same time that two people died from it. It did some radical stuff to people. But then, since then, they made the green version, which is supposed to be much better. Um... But I have not tried it because I just don't, I'm just not going to try it. I'm too afraid. (laughs) I will tell you, Brenda, 
I've only ridden the green version. That's the only one we've done, right, Sophie? Yeah, we only do the green version. Yeah. And, and based on what you said, I might not want to do the orange version. I think it's been tamed down since then, but well, but still. I can totally understand it. And the funny thing is, I was so I was always like, I'm not gonna do Mission Space. Uh uh-uh. uh I don't want to. I don't want to. If it's got a if it's got a a barf bag on it. I don't want it, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and 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 then we were there with our friends Carrie and and um, Neil and their two kids and their daughter River, who was what Sophie, maybe four at this point. I mean, she might have been six. Maybe I don't think she was that old. But anyway, we went. We were there, and she comes up to us all, and she's like, come on, let's go ride Mission Space. I love Mission Space. It is so cool. And we went, and we did the green version, and I was like, this four-year-old's not afraid of it, so I better get on and and ride it once. (laughs) (laughs) And it was so cute because she was like, you know, we were all stacked out, and, and at one point she was looking over around where the other people were sitting, and she was like, Daddy, he's not doing his job. He's not Uh-oh. doing his job. And <laughs> we're going to crash if he doesn't do his job. It was so cute. Oh, it was so cute. <laughs> she was really into it. And I was like, you know what? I like that. That's not a bad ride. <laughs> so I like it, too. And it's exactly like, well, not exactly like, but it's a lot like Smuggler's Run over in Hollywood Studios. You know what? It is. Yeah. Smuggler's Run has a lot of that kind of where you have a job to do. Yeah. That's the job to do. Yeah. Well, what about you, Sophie? Ooh, that's a hard one. (laughs) Well, at least the worst part is the hard one because Epcot is my favorite land. I have to say that my best, though, would be be living with the land really I'm yes impressed. i love it i don't know why but i just love seeing the gardens in the greenhouses they are so amazing to see and i especially like all the new ways that they are growing plants and making it even more innovative than it always has been because our agriculture has been a around for a very 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 long time yeah so the way that they make it seem new and exciting like something no one's ever thought of before it's really cool to see and i love the way they add in hidden mickeys almost everywhere well that's a good one sophie and hmm, i'm trying to think of my worst I actually hard to think of a worst when it's your favorite park. What? It's hard to think of a worst when it's your favorite park. It really is. It really is. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I guess your worst is nothing. <laughs> oh wait. My worst is the fact that mouse gear and innovations is always closed. Well, yeah, because of the work they're doing now. Yep. Yeah. 
So that's okay. my worst. So your worst, we'll we'll take it a step forward, a step further, and say Sophie is not a fan of renovations. The renovations going on right now. Yes, because then I can't do anything regarding those attractions. Yeah. Okay. Well, that works then, Sophie. Because the thing of it is, is that it seems like Mouse Gear and Innovations, they've been closed for years. Yeah. Well, they've been closed with longer than it takes to build a ride. Yeah. With Innovations, they're doing all that, um, all that extra work. And I don't even, I don't think I even can remember what all that's going to encompass. Mm-hmm. So maybe we can do a show together, Brenda. And and talk about the changes and what's gonna what's gonna be there in the future. What we can look forward to. If it um, opens up while I'm down there, I will find a way. Yeah. I will find a way to get footage of what's going on inside there when it opens. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know they're doing the Moana part, but even they they've recently changed the plan for what all they're doing for Epcot. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we kind of, it'd be interesting to look at into that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So for me, I I don't think my best is going to be an actual um, ride or attraction this time. I think my best for Epcot is just being there around World Showcase, especially at night. Um if you can couple that with evening extra magic hours, it's even better, you know? Um, so for me, the best was, was just walking around world showcase in the evening. It's just a great, it's a great stroll, you know? Um, so, you know, with this year, with the different park hours, that wasn't as easy to accomplish. So it was, it felt more like we were just going there like a nine to five kind of thing. But um, but still. But they still have food and wine going on this year, so it's, it'll mm-hmm. still be attracting people. It's pretty crowded there during food and wine during the weekends. Yeah, the weekends are definitely the busiest time at at Epcot, and um, you know, I don't know that Sophie's gonna like my worst. Uh-oh. <laughs> but I would have to say that my worst at Epcot is the circle vision 360 for china and you are exactly like mommy well (laughs) the only reason i'm i say that about china is because it's dated and it's and it's been that way since i think since it started i don't think it's changed it at all since the first time i saw it and that was 1983 you know so i think if they updated it I think it would be really cool. Now the Canada one, we saw the Canada one and and it was okay, but it wasn't to me it wasn't as good as it was when Martin Short was doing the narration because he's not now. So that that kind of brought it down a notch for me. But it was still cool to see. So but that's that's my worst for for Epcot is the is the the movie at at China, so, which is one of my favorites. I know. Now the the architecture and everything in China is still spot on and really cool. So that's definitely worth worth visiting. You know, mm-hmm. 
And just because I don't like something doesn't mean you're not going to like it. So go check it out, people. <laughs> you know, you know, you might really like it. And then you can say that Mike, he doesn't know anything. <laughs> yeah. The reason our mo- my mom doesn't like it is because she gets dizzy from the way that they film the entire thing. But me, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So that wraps up Epcot. So Mm -hmm. let's move on to Hollywood Studios. And there's been a lot of changes at Hollywood Studios. So a lot, it's hard to choose a best, I think. But Brenda, Brenda, go ahead and give us your best. I think I know what it is. And I think it has three letters. It's always been my favorite ever since it opened on July 22nd, 1994. Never, ever changed in these 26 years. My favorite all-time Disney ride is Tower of Terror. Always. (laughs) Mine, too. You can have it. You guys can have it. (laughs) Always has been. Just love it. We'll see you after you get off Mr. Corkscrew. (laughs) I like Rock and Roller Coaster. Nancy freaks me out. I mean, she's got the biggest head I've ever seen, and it, she's freaky looking. I'm sorry, but the, the fancy Nancy meet and greet is not, I'm not a fan. I'm sorry. Now, but, what about yeah. the grandkids? Are they fans? They like her, yes. Yes, they like Fancy Nancy, but she just freaks me out. But that was pre-COVID, so now they're not doing meet and greet, so then I had to choose something. And because it's really hard to choose something because I like everything at the park. Um, I had to choose Indiana Jones stunt show because out of every attraction, it's my least favorite. So even though I have nothing against it, I had to choose something. So I chose the, and it's possible, but it's because I've seen the Indiana stunt show too many times and it's never, it's never changing. You know, so I had to choose things- that. We, we rarely ever see it. And part of the reason for me is it always seems like some sort of weather event is coming up and they cancel the show, you know? So that's to me is, is a partly a reason why I might pick it for my worst. I actually haven't picked the worst yet for Hollywood studios. (laughs) So I better start thinking about it. Everything's good. I mean, yeah. Anyway, that's mine. I had to come up with something. So there you go. Okay. Okay. Well, my best is the exact same as your best. Tower of Terror for the win. I love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. It was probably, it was one of the, I think, three rides that we rode when we went to Hollywood Studios. Well, I rode three rides. Mommy and Daddy only rode two. Yeah, neither one of us wanted to do anything with Tower of Terror. 
you make that mm-hmm. girl ride that tower chair by herself? Oh, I, I wanted to. She was all about it. Okay. Yeah, I would too. If it was me and two chickens, I would ride it. Yeah. <laughs> well, so it anyway. was Sophie and two chickens in that, in that instance. <laughs> So yes, Tower of Terror is the best by majority vote. So it's universally the best. <laughs> Whatever. Universal on a Disney podcast. Mm. <laughs> so what's the worst, Sophie? The worst? Well, I learned that this was not here anymore, I don't think. But the Studio Backlot Tour... It's when it was there, I hated it. Which Just because I liked it. The fire, the fire was too much for me. I was like, "Oh my gosh, we are going to die." Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember the fire scene. Um, but what I remember also was after that when we sat in the stands and they picked the people from the audience and I remember this one guy just sitting there as this wave of water is about to take him out. And and I've got the perfect picture of it. And it was so dang funny. The look on his face was just priceless. Oh, my gosh. It was so funny. So, but, yeah. Um, so, the worst is Studio Backlot Tour that's not there anymore. Yeah. So I guess that and, uh, means Toy Story, or I mean, I guess that means that are still there. Hmm? And of the ones that are still there, I don't even need to say it, Daddy. I think you know what my worst is currently. Tell me, because I don't remember. I can't Rock and roller coaster. Okay. Because of the corkscrew. She doesn't yeah. like the the dark uh-huh. and the corkscrew. And the loud. So. And she doesn't like the loud music in her ears. Oh, wow. So. You know, Rock and Roller Coaster was developed in the minds of the guys that were creating Space Mountain. They envisioned a ride where they could have speakers playing in people's ears while they were going on it. Really? All that long ago. Took technology a little while to catch up. Yep. Mm. To be fair, I also didn't like Space Mountain much for a while. (laughs) Yeah, she didn't. But now she nope. does. Now I do. Yay. Yep. Well, okay. Your so turn, for, Daddy. For me, I think my best um, is probably Smuggler's Run. I We haven't done Rise of the Resistance. We didn't get a boarding group. And so so that was kind of a letdown that might be the worst is not being able to get a boarding group for rise of the resistance <laughs> worst, actually because rise of the resistance is awesome it is so well done y'all you have to ride it yeah i heard somewhere that it got struck by lightning it did i saw a picture of it or a video or something mm-hmm. and and they were saying that it was now going to be called palpatine's terror or something like that or <laughs> What, the lightning or the ride? The ride. They were going to change it. <laughs> but anyway. Well, the was struck by lightning when they were building it, too. So mm-hmm. happened, for sure. Yeah. So I'm going to go with Smuggler's Run. And I was a pilot. 
And I was a mighty fine pilot, too, I'll say. Oh, right. Captain Mike. <laughs> and then I was um, the gunner. I blew stuff up. Go. And then for my worst, you know, I'm gonna go with. I, we were talking at lunch, mommy and I. Um, and you know what? I'm gonna go with that one. I do not like that they took the sorcerer hat down. I am a big fan of the sorcerer hat. And to me, the worst thing they did was remove the hat. And an honorable mention, getting rid of the great movie ride. I don't care if it was dated. That ride was amazing. I wish they would have updated it too. Yeah. So... Now, Mickey and Minnie is not on my list yet for best or worst because we haven't written it. Um, I had another option for my worst being that when we were going to go ride it, we would have it was like a 65 minute wait in July. Um, and at least half of that was out standing in the blazing sun. And it was so hot that July trip. Yeah. So so we didn't ride it. Um, so. I want to. I want to definitely make sure we can ride it this next trip. So. Okay, so that wraps up Hollywood Studios, and that takes us over to the Animal Kingdom. So, Brenda, what do you got for your best and your worst at Animal Kingdom? Well, my best at Animal Kingdom is, to me, the best ride anywhere at Walt Disney World Expedition Everest. Mm -hmm. I love Expedition Everest. The you are a woman of culture. 250 degree turn. It is awesome. Mm -hmm. Totally yeah. awesome. A woman of culture. I applaud you. <laughs> it is fantastic, isn't it? It is. It is I mean, awesome. Even the queue is awesome. Yeah. I'll never get on. Like, yeah. it is so pretty. That queue is amazing. And the fact that Disney takes the time yes. to theme every last detail, even the parts that you're probably not going to see, yep. it is amazing. Yeah. So what about your worst? Well, because I stuck with attractions, and I'm hoping I'm not going to offend anyone, but the Up Great Bird Adventure, I, no, I no. just, I'm so sorry. It's, I have nothing against birds, but when I'm sitting watching a show like, and I love Russell and Doug, and I love the movie Up, but when I'm sitting watching a show like that, when I could be riding something, I just, I just, no, I don't enjoy doing that. I would rather ride. I'm sorry. That's my word. It just doesn't do anything for you. No, I'm sorry. Nope. I'll pop over to Cali River Rapids. It's so too <laughs> Again, I applaud you because my mom never wants to go on that ride, so I need a riding buddy. Goodness, we need to plan another trip together, y'all. We haven't we ridden do. since 2013, wasn't it? Yeah, seven That's years a ago. ago. Yeah, yes. come visit me. Okay, so best and worst, we got Brenda's. 
And Sophie, what do you got for us? Festival of the Lion King is my best. I'm, I don't even need to think about it. That's a good one to choose. Animal it was Kingdom horrible was that it was closed. Oh my gosh, I was so gosh. sad. I know, I was too. I was of course, like, I might have been sad because it was sweltering hot and I needed to cool down. And that was the closest place with air conditioning that I could think of. Yeah, but anyway, not being able to see the show was hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope they do too. And my worst is also easy, dinosaur. <laughs> uh-uh. I do not like that ride. I never have. And, and you never will. No. <laughs> no. Once it, once it terrorizes you, your chances of going back in there are pretty slim. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I do go in there a tiny bit. What? Did you like the Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland, which is just like Dinosaur? She has I chickened out right oh, before. Oh, you did ride it? I thought you did ride it. I got to the loading thing. I was with Aunt Sheila and Jagan. I got right to the place where they get to the loading. We'd been waiting in there for, I think, over an hour. And I was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I can't At least do you it. tried, though. You got all the way in. You tried. It's it's hard to overcome your fear sometimes. Yeah, and then yeah. Jagan gave me crap about it. I bet, yeah. <laughs> Jagan, who fakes being, who fakes not feeling well to get out of going on Expedition Everest. Uh-oh. I ride dinosaur with her. Mike, you're going to have to cut this clip. Yeah, I might have to. Anyway, anyway, moving on, right, Sophie? Yep, your turn. My turn. So I'm going to join Brenda and say Expedition Everest is my favorite. And you know what? That's hard because there's a lot of good favorites. There's Flight of Passage, which is phenomenal. There's Expedition Everest. There's Kilimanjaro Safaris is really cool. Festival of Lion King is really cool. You know, there's a lot of really good big time. Even Navi River Journey I like, you know. But I think Expedition Everest is my favorite. And I got a picture. I couldn't find it. But I got a picture that they took of when Randy, Sheila's, Sophie's friend, or friend Jake and her dad is Randy. We were on we were on the ride and um and my face is like this I'm screaming in the in the ride video and it is a perfect video <laughs> I mean a perfect perfect shot it looks like I'm just like ah and I can't find it but I'll find it oh you gotta find it yeah I'll find it and I'll post it with the show because um, it's really funny so. Expedition Everest is definitely my favorite, and my yeah, worst. If you were allowed to pick two, mine would have. My other one would have been Flight of Passage for sure. It's really, really well done. Yeah, I agree. Flight of Passage is awesome. Yeah. And then my worst is, without a doubt, not gonna change. Even when it closes, whenever that is, it'll still be my worst. And that is, it's tough to be a bug. <laughs> I, yeah. I I deplore that 
that yeah. movie slash ride slash attraction, whatever they want to call it. I don't like the. You don't the, like part of that or sprayed on or anything. No. Or no. stung. Nothing. I don't like getting stung. I don't like any of it. It is mm-hmm. just horrible. And I made the mistake of making it, us sit in the front row. My first time riding it was with Sophie and her friend Riley, and they started screaming bloody murder right in the middle of the show. And they actually, I think the girls, I think, didn't they take you guys out or something? No, we stayed until the end. But it was horrible, and I hated it. And I I didn't like it any more than they did. So, no. I warn my guests about that. It's very intense for little ones. Yeah. So, so that yeah. um that that wraps it up from Animal Kingdom's perspective, you know. There you go. Now we're gonna throw in our bonus material, and we're gonna look at the resorts. So, so Brenda, your best and the worst from a resort, whatever it is about the resorts, it doesn't. We're not gonna go through each resort. But what do you? What is your absolute favorite thing at a resort? Okay, so because um, I grew my family Disney, and now my kids have kids, and so we sometimes travel all together, and we sometimes travel just Butch and I. I absolutely love the pool at Beach Club Yacht Club, and I, I mean there is just no pool that stands anywhere near it. In my That's mind, Storm Along Bay, right? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. It is so. I mean, how it's just like four different areas. You have the beach, you have the lazy river, you have the pool, you have an awesome slide for the kids. So it just encompasses everything. It's humongous. It's beautiful, and we love sitting out there, whether we're all together or whether it's just the two of us. But I have to say, as far as pools, that is my favorite. Okay. Okay. You got a worst? A worst? Oh my gosh. Um, (laughs) I'm sure I have a worst. I, I, many years ago, did not like experiencing the All Star Resorts and having to take the bus to all three and from all three. Um, I like having, if you're going to have bus service, I like having, you know, a resort with its own bus service. So mm-hmm. I okay. guess I'll say that. So the combined bus service at the All-Stars. Don't like it. There you go. Mm. All right. So Sophie, what do you got? My favorite part about all of the resorts, and this is also this encompasses all of them mm-hmm. and everything inside of them. So technically, technically, I am not passing up the gingerbread house at the Grand Floridian for this. I love the lobbies. Okay. Because the lobbies are open to anyone who passes through the area on the Disney property. And I just love how pretty they are. From Saratoga, I think I saw the Beach Club lobby, and it was beautiful. Grand Mm -hmm. Floridian, of course, with the birdcage elevator and the gingerbread house at Christmas. Oh, my gosh, I love that. 
So you almost would say that resort hopping is your favorite part of the resorts. Yeah. Okay. Resort hopping. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the worst part about the resorts probably stems from when I was a little girl, probably four, five, six, that sort of age, where I always associated going back to the resorts at night with having to leave the parks. Mm-hmm. So and you didn't so like my, having to leave. Yeah, my worst part was, but what is there to do here? I don't want to go to sleep yet. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> Even though we leave at 2 a.m. from the Magic Kingdom with extra magic hours. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I can understand that, Sophie. Well, there's a lot of bests, you know, I thought about saying my best is the beignets at French Quarter, and I thought about saying my best was when we were staying at Bay Lake Tower and walking to the Magic Kingdom, Um, but I think I'm going to go with something new. And I'm going to say that my best um, is the Disney Skyliner. I really love doing the Disney Skyliner. And we're going in November, and we're going to be staying at Pop. And we're staying there predominantly because it's a great rate, but also because it has the Skyliner, you know? And, you know, we Cindy told me, she was like, you know, I could... I could, if I didn't have a park ticket, I could just ride the Skyliner all day. And it's almost like its own attraction, you know? Yeah. So, right up there. So I love the Skyliner. And part of the reason I love it is because it takes me back to the old Skyway from the Magic Kingdom. You remember it, Brenda? It went from from (laughs) Tomorrowland to Fantasyland. Do you remember that? I. I think my parents tortured me by making me get on that for some reason. I must have done something bad. <laughs> and my daddy thought it was so funny to rock me. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. Can you rock those no. skyliner? Because obviously I haven't been on it because it's up in it's not, first you of all, can't rock it, them yourself. you can't rock them, but it does rock as it comes down to land. But <laughs> it's only, I would say, Brenda, it's it's not that far up in the air. It's probably about 20, 30 feet. Hmm. So you might be able to do it once. I I will work up my nerve. My husband wants to do it. So, you know, my husband works hard and I want his vacation to be his vacation too. So I'll end up being talked into. Last time he tried to talk me into it and I didn't do it, but I felt really bad about it afterwards. So when we go in October, I'll, I'll do it. Okay, good. Do it once. And then I think you might enjoy it. And you know what was really amazing to us because they don't have air conditioning in them, but it, and and that was a concern, especially in summer. But in July, when we were there, and we did the Skyway more, not because we were staying at Pop, but because we wanted to to just sit and relax a little bit. So we're like, let's go ride the Skyway to Pop and Back from Hollywood Studios, and um, and it was really good how how much the airflow 
kept us cool. It wasn't overbearing at all as far as the heat goes. So it's a really cool ventilation system the way they, they do it. So I think you'll like it, Brenda. And if you don't like it, just put your put your face in Butch's arm so that you won't so you won't see anything. I will. <laughs> now, my worst. Um, you know, it is hard to to choose a worst. But you know what I'm going to say is my worst, and it's more for Sophie than it is for anything. My worst was eating dinner at 1900 Park Fair when the stepsisters and the stepmom were so in character that they really bothered my little girl's dinner. And, and that was probably absolutely, without a doubt, my worst dining experience ever. The only thing that saved it any was seeing Cinderella and Prince Charming and seeing them dance and they came to our Aww. table and all that. So that is the worst. And so <laughs> I, I always, yeah. yeah. And I always tell my clients if they want to, if they want to eat there, I'm like, okay, now I would try it for breakfast. We haven't been there for Alice in Wonderland breakfast, mm-hmm. but, um, I would try it for breakfast and see how it is, but I don't think you'll catch me at 1900 for dinner anymore. <laughs> so. Well, who knows? Well, you know, my I had boys. Um, I had a girl and two boys, so the stepsisters were, of course, just hovering over my boys and fighting over who would get my oldest at the time. <laughs> yeah. You know, this was before he was married, had his own kids. He was probably 16 or 17, and they were feeling his muscles and, you know. Okay, yeah. So we had a total, it was hilarious. I mean, the pictures yeah. from that meal were hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Different experience they, for sure. They do get into character, that's for sure. They must yeah. have a great time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You have to have a job. Yeah. Yeah, they definitely do a good job with what they with what they're supposed to be doing. So Yep. Okay. So that wraps us up for our feature topic. I think that was a lot of fun and I think we should expand it and look at Disneyland and California Adventure and maybe since there's only two parks over there, maybe we will talk about our favorite ride and our favorite food and our favorite show or something, you know, for each of the parks. And maybe when we do that, then we'll have you back on, Brenda. What do you think? That sounds great. Sound like a plan, Sophie? That sounds perfect with me. Okay. But moving on, let's look at this day in Disney history for September 7th. Mm. You got Whoops. anything? <laughs> you got you don't have anything, do you? <laughs> I was busy. Yes, you were. You were doing Give me school. five minutes. Okay. You do whatever you have planned. Okay. Well, I'm gonna do my Disney Who's Who character. We will come back to this day in Disney history. And my character, I'm just gonna flat out say who it is, and then I'll ask you the did you knows. Um, but my character is from Big Hero 6, and his name is Baymax. And he and I chose him because it 
it loosely, very loosely ties in with my Walt Disney quote, which will be coming up next. But, um, but of course, Baymax is a robotic healthcare companion, um, and he was built by what's his name? Um, Hiroshi. No, Tadashi, his mm. brother. He was built by Tadashi um, to improve healthcare around the world. And so, so that is who Baymax is, and he actually gets into a lot of adventures, of course, with Hiroshi and their friends and Hero. Yeah. So, um, so anyway, Baymax is my character, and I don't have my glasses on, so I'm having trouble reading some of the description. But, um, but did you know that without his armor, Baymax is six feet two? Hmm. No? No, I didn't. I didn't. Know that and you probably did know that it took Tadashi 84 tries to perfect Baymax. No, actually. Well, I remember, I don't remember the exact number, but I remember he had to go through a lot of iterations to make him work. Mm. And then lastly... Baymax makes a cameo in Zootopia as an antenna topper on Phoenix Van. And then one of the Kakamora in Moana also has Baymax's face, as does mm. a Snogi in Frozen Fever. Don't know if I don't know oh. that part. A snowy is a tiny little snowman that is made whenever Elsa sneezes. Okay. Well, they all have Baymax. So hmm. so there's some Baymax scattered all over different movies. Um, and now for my Walt Disney quote, I am going to put my glasses on. <laughs> so. Um, my... Walt Disney quote today is on progress and innovation. And it's a quote from, of course, from Walt Disney. And he says, attractions will come to life through audio, audio, audio animatronics, our space age electronic method of making inanimate things move on cue hour after hour and show after show. And I just thought that was kind of cool. Um, and in a way, Baymax is almost his own audio animatronic because he works independently from from someone controlling him. So that's why I picked Baymax for my character. Ah. Okay. Well, Sophie, what I do have you got? My this day in Disney history, September seventh, nineteen eleven. And this one is very important. Okay. Have you ever heard of a man named Robert Robert Fred Moore? No. Well, he is a master animator, artist, and Disney legend. And he has been credited to be among the nine old men. 
Despite limited formal art training, he rose to prominence at Disney very quickly in the early 1930s due to his great natural talent and tremendous appeal of his drawings. Freddy worked on such Disney classics as Pinocchio, The Legend of Sleepy Hollow, Fantasia, Dumbo, and Peter Pan. He later became resident specialist on animating Mickey Mouse. Moore's animation of the earlier Mickey design is especially memorable in 1938 short Brave Little Taylor, the last significant appearance of the pie-eyed Mickey. Moore later redesigned the character for his landmark role in the sorcerer as the sorcerer's apprentice in Fantasia with a look which remains Mickey's official look to this day. Unfortunately, a fatal car accident ended Moore's promising career in 1952. Wow. And from a quote about him from animator slash director Don Bluth, here you had the nine old men, Milt, Frank, Ollie, Mark, and the others, most of whom studied a extensively at Chonards. Then you have Freddie Moore, a kid who played baseball, who one day walked in off the street and into the studio, sat down and started drawing, and stunned everyone at how good he was. Nice. Thank you, Sophie. I like that. Mm-hmm. So that wraps us up for this week's show. And Brenda, I want to say thank you for joining mm-hmm. us. And, um, excuse me a second. There. Didn't want to cough on Mike. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Brenda, if anyone needs any travel help, how can they reach you? Um, they can reach me at Brenda at DixieVacations.com or uh, through my website at www.brendaplans.com. Okay. I wanted to make sure because we've had you on before and I always forget to ask. So so I wanted to make sure that I gave you a chance for someone to say, hey, I need help. <laughs> so, but thank you, Brenda, for joining us. And we will have you on in a future episode as well. And we'll talk about our best and worst at Disneyland and California Adventure. Mm-hmm. Now, um, I want to say that on the Road with Mickey is sponsored by Tech Solutions NC and Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. If you have any computing or travel needs, reach out to them. You can find Tech Solutions NC at techsolutionsnc.com or on Facebook. And you can reach Mike for travel at Mike at pixievacations.com as well um, or on Facebook at Pixie Vacations by Mike Ellis. So, Brenda, thank you for joining us. And we will. Um, check in with you a little bit later and Sophie we will see you on see the road. you on the road bye bye